I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Welcome to Bellwether. Thank you for joining this week. Uh, Today, we're going to be painfully blunt, and we're going to talk about preparing for change. And I know we're in the new year. It's 2020. We're very excited. Lots of opportunity. And sometimes that can can force us to turn a blind eye to some of the really important things that, that we need to focus on. And so with that in mind, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the change that's coming, some of the change that I'm seeing from uh, my corporate clients, what I'm seeing across a number of different industries. And this week, I just want to be painfully blunt because I feel like a lot of people are dancing around some major changes that are going to be happening and it's going to impact you. It's going to impact your career. It's going to impact your home. It's going to impact everything. And I'm not much of a fear monger, uh, but I do think it's important to plan for things that may happen. And doing a little bit of planning, you don't have to do all of it, But doing a little bit of planning makes everything a lot easier later on down the road. And the majority of my job is to help organizations and people plan. That's what I do as a coach. And it's one of my gifted skills. It's one of my great skills is I am impeccable and very good at thinking through all of the things that could go wrong and then in turn planning for them. And I like to joke as my way of becoming a superhero is I get people all worried, but then I help them find a solution. I create a problem or I find the problem and then I find a solution. But the problem that is coming around is one that that's we've talked about for a long time, but we're finally seeing it manifest and come to fruition. And I'm going to talk a little bit about technology. Much has been made of technology, artificial intelligence, the future of work, Especially the past few years, the robots are going to take our jobs. It's going to be the end of the world, blah, 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 blah. What are you doing to prepare? Some people are right and some people are wrong. When we think about robots taking our jobs, what we think about are you know manufacturing jobs, people in a queue, people in a line, and the robot is punching this and doing that and widgeting this and blah, 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 blah. But robots and technology and, and algorithms and all this stuff is nobody can predict the future, but there are multiple ways that it will take your job. And I want to just talk about this in a little bit and how, not necessarily how it's going to, well, yeah, it's going to take your job, but how it impacts you and how to respond. We know that technology is going to impact the way that we work. Okay. We already have algorithms doing work for you. Uh, and artificial intelligence is doing a lot of work, especially, you know, I come from a financial industry background. I know a lot of people who just are out of work because their their functions have changed, their, their roles are gone. And so while a robot won't take your job in a corner office, we generally don't think about how algorithms and, and, and robots and all of this stuff can take that white collar job. But now we're here and now we're actually seeing it. And let me explain what I mean. At the end of last year, uh, and this one was uh, closer to me than than most others, but uh, Charles Schwab is buying TD Ameritrade. It's a company, two companies in the financial industry, and they are big companies, and it's a big deal. Nobody ever thought something like this could happen. But the way that it happened, not to get too technical, is technology has destroyed one of their revenue lines, 
which is, you know, the cost to trade a stock has gone down to $0. So they're both now making the money that they were making, but they both had the same expenses. And so they merged companies so that they can eliminate some of their expenses. Okay. Very simplistic view uh, from my perspective that, that makes a lot of sense, right? But when you take a look at it, you don't need two people from Schwab and TD Ameritrade doing the same work. And the same thing is happening with Sprint and T-Mobile. They're merging. And so when we think about technology, it's not necessarily taking your job. There are two ways to think about it. One is the, your function and role is going to change, but it's also forcing consolidation in a lot of different industries. And both of these ways is going to impact you. When I talk to the C-suite, uh, managing directors, really senior people at organizations, most of the time I'm talking to, the, talking to them about consolidation. Most of the time I'm talking to them about how to prepare for when their organization gets sucked up by somebody else or something changes or, or whatever. But for the levels below that, uh, more of the discussion is, is one, your company could go away, but two, your role and function is going away. And, and so here's what I mean by that. Most of my corporate clients right now are preparing for a recession. Okay, I'm doing this in the beginning of 2020. It's been over a decade since the last one. Uh, but most of the company bonuses are being cut. Uh, hiring is being stalled. There is a general feeling that there is something, you know, a difficult period is, is uh, around the corner. Okay, right around the bend. And, and while we can't predict timing, eventually it just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's going to happen because everybody's expecting it to happen. So, so this is going to happen. Here's why this is important. For the first time... And what makes this different from the last recession is for the first time, technology is in a position where we don't have to hire back white collar workers. And if you are an individual, whether it's an accountant, law firm, uh, whatever it is, marketing, uh, a lot of times, let's talk about what happens during a recession, right? So a company merges or gets acquired, they lay off the redundant people, um, and then people are spend the next six months to a year trying to find a new job, uh, and they usually pop up at a competitor. Okay, so an accountant gets fired from this bank, they look for a job, and then this other bank uh, may hire them because they laid off too many people, and it's just basically a reshuffling of the deck. Right? Industry shuffles, your network grows. When you think about all the people you used to work with. Uh, and think about where they've ended up. Generally, that's what happened. They may have gotten laid off at one place, they show up at another one, and then that's that's it. Our industries are very small, 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 small. Uh, when you think about the bookseller at Borders going to Barnes & Noble, an accountant at Wells Fargo ends up at Bank of America, a business manager for Walgreens uh, ends up over at CVS. So when that happens, it's just that reshuffle, okay? But what's different today is that when this next recession comes, technology is in place where you don't have to be rehired, okay? When uh, Verizon eliminates some operational role because technology has effectively made it obsolete, that role is also being el eliminated at Comcast, AT&T, T-Mobile, Sprint, uh, all of them. When we say, all right, we no longer need uh, this type of accountant, you're not popping up at one of the competitors because they don't need it as well. The role is gone. And, and when you think about the management structure going away, when you think about the function and roles going away, you have to change your mentality to say that I am no longer an accountant, but these are the skills that I have. I'm no longer a CFO in the financial industry. I'm a CFO that could be translated into another industry. And how do you do that?
And how are you going to enter 2021-2022 where you are fully prepared for when this potentially could happen? It's not guaranteed, but it's a, a good a good possibility. I'm seeing it a lot at the networking events I go to. There are a lot of people that are currently out of work. And they're looking. And they're not having an, an easy time. And we could talk about ageism all we want. But I'm, I'm specifically speaking to the people that are over the age of 45. You are in trouble. Okay? And, I, and this is me being painfully blunt. You need to start preparing now for this because you don't want to be left flat-footed when this happened. Now, I've just articulated a problem, but there is a solution. Uh, I always give the solution. And so when you think through, you know, your job is changing, your skill set is changing, what we need to do in order to tackle this is how can you articulate your skill set beyond your industry? How do you articulate your, 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 your capabilities, your value beyond your little walls of, I don't know, biopharma or whatever industry you're in, right? So, so the work we need to do is we need to start thinking about the questions. And here's my homework for everybody on this podcast. The homework today is it's time to start answering the questions on your skill set and your value. And part of that is articulating what that value is. What is the value that you bring to your organization? If you make $200,000 a year, your company are you giving them $200,000 of value? And if you can't articulate that, you need to start asking why. What value are you bringing? And what will people pay you $100,000, $200,000, $400,000 for? What skills are you bringing? And this is sometimes difficult. We think about the skills that we do in terms of this is my job and this is my role. But a lot of the things that come naturally to us are skills. And people will look at us and say, I wish I had that capability. I wish I had that skill. So how can we start to create that library for ourselves so that when we leave a telecommunications job in the telecommunications industry and we go into uh, healthcare, how do we say, yeah, I did this in, in uh, telecom. Here's what I'm doing in, in, in pharmaceuticals or healthcare or whatever it is. It's time to build your network, to talk to people about who can help you. And that's easy. And it's time to start thinking about your resume. Okay, we don't have to do all of this crazy work. We don't have to fully rewrite our resume in advance of the, the idea that we're going to lose our job. You know, the, the sky is not falling. But we can take just one or two small steps, and that will put you ahead of your peers. If your company shuts down tomorrow, everybody's looking for the same job you're looking for. What puts you one step ahead? What gets you on that phone call 10 minutes before the person in the, in the office right next to you? And it's the relationships you have across multiple industries that will be your safety net. That is my promise to you. That is the number one way. If 2020 could be, if you could have one big goal, it's build your network. That's it. And when you're talking to people about what they do and what you do, then you, you can articulate your skill set and you can figure out what it is and how to articulate that to other people. So while the future is unpredictable, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when the next recession's coming. And it's all unpredictable and it's uncertain and everything else. But the one thing that is predictable is that it's going to happen. Okay, we know. So there are two ways to think about it. You know, yeah, it's unpredictable, so I'm not going to worry about it. Or, yeah, it's unpredictable when, but we know it will. And so we know it will come. So you might as well just spend, I, we're not talking crazy amounts of time. Okay, invest some time, make some new friends, get out, have a cocktail with some old people, reach out to who you haven't talked to in a long time, and just see how they're doing. It's good to have a good network, and it's good to articulate your skills. And that way you won't be left flat-footed as you look in uh, 
in the future and moving forward. It's like planning for retirement. Nobody ever thinks about planning for retirement because it's so far down the road, but this isn't that far down the road. So do it. And shameless plug, you can also hire a coach. That's what they do. That's what I do. Uh, Reach out to me and uh, I'm happy to give you a conversation and make some introductions for you. So with that, I will say have a great week. Uh, Hop on the website. I have a lot of events coming up. Uh, Most of them are really physical-based, kind of fun 5K-type deals in Central Park and everything else right now. But I am setting up some networking events and I'm going to send up some some cool tours of breweries and all kinds of just cool, interesting things in in 2020 that I'm working on now. So go to bellwetherhub.com. That's where all the information is. Come join the community and make some friends. And uh, I believe in networking. I believe it's important. And uh, I will be doing everything I can to help you network uh, in this new year. So reach out to me and I'm happy to help. And with that, have a great and productive week. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Now do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com, where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon. 